Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. I am Chris Bolton, with me as always, my partner in pugilism, Mr. Mark Williams. Howdy. And this episode we are pitting... What's the politically correct term here? You, you have to Little help. Little people? I guess I was... Yeah, I won't say what I was going to go with, but yeah, let's go with little people. Okay, we are pitting two little people against each other. Um, we have Willow Ufgood and Tyrion Lannister. Yeah, um, I, I've gone with little people because um, I know that uh, Tyrion refers himself as a dwarf quite a lot. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Willow is a dwarf or a midget, or if they're just okay, some that's, other species. That's the word I was avoiding. I think midget is a term. I think it's offensive. I don't know though. I think it may be now, but it's a technical term because dwarves are not. Let me get this right. Midgets are in proportion, whereas dwarves are not. Yeah, there's there's something like that. I think dwarves have bigger dicks. I think. Right. So which which are these technically then? Um, Willow would be a dwarf. I think he's not. I I I think they're both dwarves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the, but yeah, I went with little people because I'm not quite sure, but either way. Nor am I. Um, I'm glad you I said mean, it first, but I figured at some point during this podcast we would inevitably say midget anyway. So let's just yeah, get to, this to out of the way. To be fair, by the way. time this goes on, online, there'll be a flash in the on banner saying midgets, midgets, midgets. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll be fine. Let, let's just get this out of the way. If there are any vertically little challenged people, people listening... Uh, we mean no offence whatsoever. We are just horribly ignorant to your plight, being, you know, reasonably tall people, if we're honest. Uh, in Mark's case, very tall. Um, <laughs> and we're not thinking properly. It's just going to roll off our tongue. We're ignorant. I'm sorry. But we are going to end up saying midget quite a lot. We mean no offence. Yeah, absolutely. That done and said, I feel like we are now able to say whatever we want and not have to stumble oh, we, we, over we, little we people. We can throw it around with impunity now. Yeah. We've apologised, it's fine. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not just going to throw it around, but we won't stumble over little people every time it comes up. No. Um, unlike real life, where I do stumble over little people all the time, because I'm a tall I person. Don't, I just step on them. <laughs> oh, I just why step did on I even, them and kick them Why did I even apologise for using midget? I just should have known that. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, it's fairly well documented, my issue with little people, so... Um... Yeah, we'll just move on from that quite quickly. Uh, yeah, Mark's Mark's issue with little people, by the way, is probably not as bad as you think. He is actually terrified of them. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'll, I'll qualify this. I'm nearly seven feet tall, so to have somebody who's barely three feet tall really gives me the wiggins. I don't know why. It just scares the bejesus out of me. I mean, how don't... do you manage around your own children? <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're children. They're different because they're supposed to be small. All right, okay. So it's just if you're not supposed to be small and you are small. Yeah, because, I mean, you you expect an adult to be adult size or, like, fully grown in most cases. I mean, no, there, are, there are short people, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, I, I, I just I find it strange. Um, and there's nothing wrong. No, obviously, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's, it's not something that people have chosen to do. It's not that like they've gone and had surgery and chopped themselves off the knee and then sewn feet on. It's it's a genetic condition that no, no it, it doesn't make any difference. I just find it very, very disconcerting. Jesus Christ. If somebody had came into this conversation halfway through and not listening to the start, that really sounds like some homophobic bullshit you spout in there. Uh, <laughs> that's not what we're yeah, talking that's about. Fine. Uh, we are actually talking about Little people. I, I'm still, I'm still trying to make sure I phrase it properly. Um, 
Okay, let's let's dive into. Let's this dive thing. in, yeah. yeah before, before, before we really upset people, yeah. Before we just willfully upset people, not our intention. Okay, all of our apologies are out of the way. Please don't write in. It makes me sad when you write in and complain. Write in and say nice things, or at least be funny if you are going to have a go at me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that out of the way. Let's jump into it. Um, yeah. Okay, so obviously originally, um, I think I, I dropped this one on the list a couple of weeks ago. And my original thought process behind it is that they are both of a similar size. Um, and then in doing some re research for it, I rewatched Willow as well. I used to watch Willow quite a lot as a child, which is bizarre because I didn't actually like it that much. Um, but I, it was just always on, I guess. Um, so yeah. I thought, right, I'll, I'll rewatch it. And then in rewatching it, I came to realize just how many similarities there are in these characters as well, actually. Yes. Um, in, in terms of um, both Willow and Tyrion. Um, face sort of persecution for who they are in Tyrion's case it's because he's the imp uh, but in Willow's case even though he comes from a, a race of similarly sized people and they live in a village all together he's still basically the village idiot um, yeah I was going to say I mean, he's kind of he, he's, he's, I see, he's, he's, he's the village idiot everybody likes him has enough sort of time for him he's friendly he's fun but you wouldn't go to him if you needed to borrow a screwdriver you know, you, you go to him for you know, when you want a bit of a laugh and there's somebody to point at and you know, generally make fun of. Um, and it, you know, obviously, I mean, he grows out of that. He grows into the role he's supposed to have as the film goes on. But yeah, for the most part, he's you know, he's seen as a bit of a bumbling idiot, really. And you wouldn't really trust him with anything particularly important like a child. No, he takes the Even though he has two of his own. Yeah, he takes the hero's journey in, in the truest sense. Um, the, the story of Willow is essentially the story of willow becoming a hero and learning yeah. to be the person that he wants to be and everyone accepting him for that much like Tyrion's arc in in game of thrones um yeah albeit his arc culminates rather too quickly um so he has nowhere left to go for the, the final three seasons but that's not for this podcast that's for game of moans which incidentally if you aren't listening to what are you doing um yeah sunday evenings monday mornings people just get on that shit um unless you're easily offended because the language in that show puts this one to shame um although to be fair it's language that's used in game of thrones anyway we're, we're just quoting yes honest yeah okay so plug over um but yeah the, i For now. yeah I feel like there are similarities in the character there. Um, where they branch off, though, is obviously Tyrion is incredibly smart. Willow, not so much. Uh, that's not to say he's dumb at no, all. No, I don't think he's dim-witted or anything. I think he's just very naive. Um, I mean, yes. they, 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 um, they, they're in... Um, I can't remember the name of the, the little sort of the village that they're in. Um I've no but, fucking yeah, idea. It's, it's some high fantasy bullshit. I yeah. like. I only rewatched this last night, and I've already fucking forgotten. Because as I've mentioned yeah. numerous times on this podcast, me and high fantasy, not friends. Like, yeah, not really my kind of thing either. Um, I mean, I, I I found this. Um, was it Monday? I think that's what I told you where to where to find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those. Um, I say wasn't that easy to track down, but we managed it. Um, but yeah, so I mean in they're in this community where they're all Nelvin, I think the, the race is Nelwyn um, something like that, I, I think of them as Pecs, just because that's what Mad Martigan continually calls him is Peck, and that reminds me of yeah. Pecker, which I guess it's supposed to 
and yeah. I am incredibly immature, so I find that funny. <laughs> yeah, um, I forgot where I was going with that. Nelwins, all the no, same size. No idea. That's, I think that's where you were going with it, wasn't it? Probably, I can't remember. Anyway, we'll move on. I'll probably remember in about 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, so not particularly bright, um, but not certainly not dumb either. Um, yes. Whereas, conversely then, um, Willow is actually incredibly brave. Um, and that, again, that's not to say that Tyrion isn't, because he's shown himself to be so, but he's not somebody that's going to run headfirst into danger either which willow does repeatedly now whether that's because yeah. he's dumb or whether that's because he's brave uh who knows i think it's kind of a combination of two i yeah. mean i think that i mean you you look at these two if you put the two in the same scenario you, you know you, you put the, the two where Tyrion's going about his day being you know, ridiculed and mocked and you know, called a rubbish farmer and all the rest of it and he finds a child in the reeds on a makeshift raft he's kicking the fucking thing down straight uh, yeah he's certainly not taking he, that child he's home. not taking this no. thing in he's not taking it to his home he's not taking it to his heart he's certainly not going on some sort of quest to unseat the queen I don't know and, though you know, we, remove all the evil. we say that but Tyrion's not really a bad guy is he I don't know if he... he's he's not but he's, he's a realist he's not going to put himself in that position because there's no need to no, I, I think in and Tyrion's no immediate yeah, I, I think in Tyrion's case he would initially take the child, but I think when it comes down to actually taking a journey with the child to try and return it to a whatever it is that Man Martigan is, um, it would be a, he's human, isn't what's he? What's that? He's like Daikini. That's them. That's something. Yeah. So when it comes to going on a whole quest to find Daikini, it'd be like, do you know what? Uh, nah. How about we just like leave it outside a Daikini village somewhere and hope someone finds it? Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, I think part of there's two parts of Tyrion's character here is that one is that he's very smart and he wouldn't want to engage in anything that would potentially cause him harm. Um, but at the same time, there's a great deal. I mean, certainly in the early seasons of Game of Thrones, there's a great deal of insecurity comes out of his character about the fact that he is. Um, not of the same stature as, as his siblings and of the people around him, and there, no, there's a general, a, a general fear of conflict. You know, he he shies away from he shies away from it where he can. He puts other people in his stead. So when um, uh, b -b 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 where he meets Bronn at um, at, at the Vale, and you know uh, Bronn fights in his stead, he no he nominates Jamie to fight as as his. Um, as his, his proxy somewhere else, you know, he's he's always in this position where other people will do the dirty work for him because you know, because he doesn't want to put himself in that position. I think a lot of that was always he was always played that yes, he's clever and he's doing because he you know clever people don't want to get into fights, but at the same time, there's you know, he knows his limitations. Whereas Willow doesn't. Willow goes, yeah, so it's a baby. Fuck it, I'll do it. And he gets stuck in. Yeah, yeah, very much so. There is there is a moment at the start of Willow where the village elder wizard thing but billy barty whatever his character's called yeah. sort of old wednesday yeah maybe sort of sort of says to him you know he, he alludes to the fact he has these kind of magic fucking dice or stones or whatever the hell they are um and they they essentially don't work he turns to willow in a, in a kind of low falsetto and says do you have love for the child willow says yes i do and that's it that's essentially willow saying yes i will take it wherever it needs to go i will go on this adventure yeah. it's his call to action um yeah whereas, whereas Tyrion, i think would in that situation be like uh no fuck off 
and, and yeah, it's not my, it's not my kid. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that is the the fundamental difference in the characters. Um, but obviously more so than that as well. Willow is a magic user, which may help him here well, as well. Yeah, I mean it's again it, it's it's um, part of his his arc and part of his sort of development that uh, he, he he wants to be a sorcerer and so. Right, you know, when we first see him, obviously he's he's in the field, he's um he's farming, and then the next, you know, the next thing, there's a, a big event in the in the village, and he's he's doing a magic trick, making a pig disappear, and it's you not know, the old rabbit out of a hat sort of thing, where you know, there's a, a false bottom and all the rest of it, um, and he gets found out, and people don't take him seriously, and then you know, he, um his his aim is to be um the high old one's apprentice, so you know he wants to be a sorcerer. Uh, and they said the sorcerer's apprentice, but I thought that might get confusing. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've I thought about that earlier before we started recording. I've, I've very consciously been trying to avoid yeah, I, calling him the sorcerer's I've, apprentice. I've nearly said it twice. To fall into because he quite literally does want to be the sorcerer's apprentice. Yeah, um, but then very early on, but we no, we find that he's not going to be the sorcerer's apprentice because um, he doesn't have any magic in him. Now they all pick the wrong finger, and the high Aldwin doesn't have an apprentice for another for another year or another season or whatever. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop you before we go before we go further. This is going off topic and this isn't a, a film discussion yeah. show like some of our others are. But I mean, I know this is George Lucas, but who honestly thought it was a good idea to prove that you can use magic by playing pull my fucking finger? <laughs> what Well How did that happen? Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. I mean, whether it's um, whether it's Lucas or whether it's Bob Dolman, I'm not sure. Um, when I, you know, I don't think it is Lucas. I mean, Lucas just gets credited with the story. He didn't actually. No, write Bob, it, Bob Dolman wrote the uh, wrote the screenplay. Um, yeah, it does seem like the kind of bullshit that Lucas would be guilty of. To be honest, I wouldn't put it past Ron Howard either. No, I see. Because it's kind of harmless and inoffensive enough that you get away with it, but you know, it's a bit of a nod. Um, hmm. But yeah, it's it was just a, a really bizarre scene. Uh, and yeah, that's how you prove you've got magic by you know, pulling the right finger, um, which was just a bit strange. Um, but yeah, so I mean, oh, no, any any time there's any magic involved, then it's kind of like Willow buggers it up, and whether he buggers it up or whether it's just because yeah. it's been done by um, more powerful and more accomplished magicians um, remains to be seen. But then obviously, as we get towards the end, we find you know, he's got magic in him, and he gets to you know, to go on and he gets given a book, doesn't he, at the end, which will aid him. No, which will sort of help him learn yes. what he's doing. Well, he, he, yeah, and he does actually manage to perform the kind of this uh, sort of a transmogrification spell, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that he's he's attempting to perform throughout the film, and he does actually manage to do it. Yes. With the use of this of the worst looking magic wand I've ever seen. <laughs> um, it's essentially a twig. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's no Harry Potter shit, is it? No, no, it certainly isn't. Um, but yeah, he is a magic user. Um, now it, the magician side of him that that also signifies that there is there is at least a little bit of the wily trickster there as well yes like he is a magician so he is able to perform sleight of hand um that's probably not going to fare him well against Tyrion though because Tyrion's naturally going to be skeptical of all of that and certainly going to be able to pick it apart i would have thought well yeah i mean especially if you think of sort of the early Tyrion where they're talking about the White Walkers, and he's um, he refers them to refers them as like boogity boos and shit like that because it's something that's not taken seriously. Magic in general yeah. is going to be treated with absolute derision. Yes, especially yeah. when so, it then goes wrong. 
Yes, so so I don't think the kind of sleight of hand is going to get him anywhere, but, you know, maybe the actual magic will help. And he's got, like, what are the gold things? Are they magic eggs or magic stones he has? Something, something like that, like that. Isn't that? I can't Or magic seeds or some such fucking bollocks as well. Yeah, again. That he that, can just throw at prop- things and turn them to stone. Yeah, that's proper Luca shit, that is. Uh, it's just nonsense. Um, it's just a, a whole ass machina that they need for the last fight essentially because yes. they don't get seen again um no he gets handed them right at the start of the film and then he just uses them once um to get out of a tight spot but anyway he has those two so he has these magic things that he can use to turn people to stone hmm. and he has a magic wand um he has very little combat ability at all i would say yeah. whereas Tyrion does at least have a little bit i mean when you you see willow fight really only the once and when i say fight what i mean is he picks up a broadsword and just spears people with it essentially rams them yeah. full pelt he doesn't do any actual sword fencing no. as it were um, whereas yeah whatever works for you yeah but conversely you know in a fight here with Tyrion we we have seen Tyrion actually fight yeah um he is capable of it he's not amazing but he is capable of actually fighting so I I kind of feel in a physical contest he's pretty much got Willow bested well yeah I mean he's also got um there's a sort of callous um Callus physicality during is, is again very early on um, in, in the Game of Thrones for no other reason than because he can. I think there's one scene where he slaps Joffrey about four times just for the fuck of it. Yes, yeah. Whereas Willow isn't going to just kick people around. No, just he's, he's not funsies. that sort of character. And I think that, you know, no. I mean, you look at um, Tyrion and the Lannisters in general, he's the best of them, but he's still very much a highborn, um, privileged lord who's used to getting certain things his own way. So he's not going to think twice about knocking this poor kid around. No, um, and and unfortunately, where that's concerned as well, like Willow's response to authority in that manner and to being oppressed is just to take it. Oh yeah, he um, counters absolutely every time. It's very much you no know, yes or yes or three votes for well, so, because he doesn't want to rock the boat. He doesn't want to be seen as um, rebellious or um, nonconformist or anything like that. He just wants a quiet life. Where he can, you no, know, he can plow his fields. He can raise, he can raise a family, and not be, and and not really be stepped on. Just you know, mind his own business, and people will leave him alone. Um, and that seems to be certainly at the start of the film. That's kind of what he's what he's looking for. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I, I, I kind of feel as well that 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 oppression that he may get from Tyrion then. Um, it, it, eventually there is only so much he's going to be able to take so yeah. you know I, and we do see it with him in the film as well eventually he does stand up to being a president like mad martigan specifically once he starts dicking around yeah willow does start standing up for himself so i don't know how far that's going to get Tyrion. i don't know how many slaps with a glove he's going to be able to give willow before the magic wand comes out um at, at which point when the magic wand comes out that that's the big game changer like like Tyrion has to disarm him of that wand because Tyrion's got nothing to answer for that nothing at all no I think that where where Tyrion will always have the advantage I think his de facto um, methodology would be is that he would try and talk him out of it 
and whether that would I mean be, yeah he's you know, a politician isn't yeah, he whether it would be day. look you don't want to do that because it's going to cause you all this trouble and it's going to do this that and the other and think of your family and all the rest of it or whether he's going to go yeah you could do that but no. what sort of person does that make you are you are you then like the bully you know, all, the, all the bullies who step down on you, you know, using a weapon that somebody else doesn't have and he's basically going to try and confuse the living shit out of him so he doesn't cast a spell on him and turn him into a frog yeah yeah, it's definitely Tyrion's game has definitely got to be mental, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Even though he's got the physicality as well, as as we say. Um, who's who's got the better reach? Incidentally, do we know who's taller of the two? I don't know, to be honest. I can probably look it up. I, that may be a little insensitive. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just. It, to my mind, oh, um, I th- Warwick Davis is three foot six. God bless. Uh, God bless Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage is four foot four. So it is Peter so Dinklage. I was about to say, got, to my mind, got, I think Peter Dinklage is the taller of the two. Yeah, he's, he's got a good uh, 10 inches of reach on him. Yeah, so he's actually, physically, he has got a hell of an advantage. Yes. So As well as being more aggressive and generally a better thinker and tactician as well. Yeah, so Willow really just has the magic and the magic-y bean things... It's going to bug me what they are. <laughs> they're not beans, but there's something. Maybe they're eggs. I think they're eggs. Um, but anyway, sure. he's got those as well that, that can turn him to stone. But, I mean, those have got to be thrown, which means he's got to actually hit Tyrion with those. And, yes. You know, unless he's very close range, I think they're going to be very easy to dodge. So I, I don't see them coming into play too much. I mean, not to be insensitive, but Tyrion is a small target still as well. Yes. So, so I I don't think those are gonna have too much to do. It's that fucking wand. Um, he's he's only got to wave it and and utter some words, and you know Tyrion's a pig. Um, however, the the incantations that he has to use are quite long, and he does have to concentrate in order yeah. to do it. It's not, you know, this isn't some fucking Harry Potter shit where yeah. you just utter a phrase in Latin and point the wand. This is like seriously close yourself off to the world concentrate and and summon whatever it is through the one so this this magic takes time yeah as uh, I know the concentration as well so I mean while he's doing his incantation there's always a chance that Tyrion would just walk up to him and slap it up his hand anyway uh, yeah I mean to my mind he walks up and kicks him in the nuts yeah. just because that seems like it would be the move um, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah he'd walk up kick him in the nuts and carry on walking as if nothing had happened yeah, uh, and there's there's also that here as well. Like half of Willow's like actual height is here. I would say, yeah. like he's got hair literally halfway down his back. He's got a full on eighties mullet going on there. So again, if you've got your eyes shut and you're chanting, that's an obvious target. You walk up, you grab a handful of hair, and look, it's dirty. I'm not saying I condone it, but. It's a fight to the death, anything. It's goes. a fight to the death, yeah. You just yank that hair and smash his head to the ground and curb stomp the motherfucker. Um, I, I, yeah. I, said, I, I, just, I was about to question the logistics of curb stomping with little people, but it's probably much the same. You well, curb stomping is curb stomping, isn't it? I yeah, mean, but, I, I, mean, I know they've got small legs, yeah. yeah I, I generally, get dwarves tend to have their, their heads are the bits out of proportion, they tend to be slightly bigger. So if you've got little legs and a big head, curb stomping is going to be difficult. But. You could still get him to. <laughs> I can't believe we're discussing this. You could still get him to bite the curb, and then I guess instead of stomping, 
you just kind of bend over and just headbutt him repeatedly. <laughs> like, you know, you know, the bird that goes down to drink the water, like in The Simpsons, those birds that just go down and suck up water. You just do that. Peck at him. Just, just constantly headbutt him. Oh, either until... I just sit on his neck. I mean, that too, yeah. But... <laughs> Don't get me wrong, yours is visually more appealing, but I think they're one more practical than the other. I, I don't know if mine is visually more appealing or not. It's quite... Entertaining more than appealing, maybe. I mean, I guess you could also like drop an elbow or something. Um, yeah. Get the old Hogan leg drop going. Yeah, or maybe even, you know, if, if your feet are small enough compared to the head, you could actually just stand on his head and jump up and down. Um, <laughs> yeah. There are there are options, um, but but yeah, certainly the, the one that sprang straight to mind is just leaning over him and repeatedly headbutting him <laughs> until you smash him open. Um, I'm like wondering a what that says about you. To be honest, um, look, I stopped worrying about myself a long time ago. <laughs> uh, Was it around about the time we started doing this? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, I, yeah, yeah. The, the innermost workings of my psyche did did reveal themselves very quickly on this podcast, and it did frighten me slightly. Um, now, not so much. I just learned yeah. to roll with it. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's amazing what happens when you stop trying to be correct about things. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it, I'm not I'm not trying anyway at the best of times, but <laughs> yeah, the, this podcast does seem to bring it out to me. This one specifically as well, weirdly. Um, maybe it's all the violence. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. The other one just makes you swear a bit more. Yeah. Says yeah. me, obviously. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I think, I think that's got to be it. I think the, the simple fact of it is, like, I, I'd like to imagine that we're going to have like a full-on little person boxing match. Uh, I'd like to see them just having like a slap fight, to be honest. But it's, it's it isn't going to happen because I think either. We're in a situation where Tyrion verbally winds Willow up so much that the wand comes out and then he has to concentrate and Tyrion can just take him down. Or if there's any kind of physical altercation, I really think Tyrion would end it quickly. Well, yeah, given the size advantage and what would generally be his demeanour and his personality, I think, yeah, he's just going to go off. Yeah, fine, okay, let's just get out of the way. And the fact that, that we have seen him fight and he has had a degree of training. Yeah, not much given, but he has had some some sword training. Yeah. I know, and he's he's a, you know, he's a fairly accomplished tactician, and he's got that kick-ass scar as well after like season three. Yeah, he gets the scar about the same time that his hair miraculously changes colour. Yes, and consistency because it stops from being like bleach blonde and straight, and starts yeah. being curly and brown. Yeah, funny that. Strange, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. who'd have thought it? Mm. But yeah, scars are cool. They have a good effect on people, obviously. Yeah, um, Willow doesn't have any scars unless they're all emotional from the amount of time he's oppressed. Maybe. Mm. Also, he has two children and appears to be about 15. What's that all about? He's led a life as old Willow. Well, it's kind of you no know, Middle Ages and then you know, medieval sort of times. And life expectancy for you know, full-size people would only be about 30. So, you know, little people would be reduced. Yeah, do do little people actually? I think they do actually have shorter lifespans. Don't I they? think it's the same. I think it's the same as um, like actual giants. That no, it's not a massive difference, but part of the condition is you know, basically affects the development of the heart and how long you can 
go for and things like that. Um, and like in much the same way that um, people with gigantism have, you know, there are treatments they can have, but if you know, untreated, they live to about 50, 55. Um, I, th- I think the same is uh, the same as can be said of little people. Although if that's wrong, if that's wrong, um, I apologize because you know, I may have made that up, but I think I've read that somewhere. I also think Warwick Davis actually is older than 55 now, isn't he? So I'm not sure. I know Peter Dinklage is 50. I've just read that. Um, I'm uh, pretty sure Warwick Davis has got to be... Warwick Davis is 49. Really? Oh, he's older than that. Okay. Yeah. So he's got he youth on his side. He does. Yeah. By a year. By a year, yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about the characters. I mean, obviously, when we talk about the height, then yeah. obviously that, that comes down. Yeah to the people portraying them but in terms of the characters I believe Willow is supposed to be 17 years old something like that isn't it um, yeah yeah and it's never really established how old Tyrion is but because um, yeah. like time time's a bit weird in, in Game of Thrones anyway um, totally uh, which again for more discussion about... on that see Game of Moans yeah um, but I know they talk about so, you know, winters lasting three years and stuff like that so you know it's, it's very difficult to gauge um, gauge how old people are supposed to be because if, if winter lasts that long you're not going to grow as much as if you have a like, perpetual summer no. but anyway uh, yeah, game, so, game of moans check yeah. it out on Monday yeah um, so if Willow's 17 sorry I'm hung up on this now if Willow's 17 and he has two children who appear to be I don't about, know uh, they're probably about 6, six or 7 yeah I, I would say they're that as well now either he married a lot older or which is possible yeah or they were. Oh, she it. didn't look that. She didn't look that much. No, older. they were at it fucking young. Like maybe it's the size. Maybe they fuck like rabbits. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe or, maybe they achieve adolescence at the age of about three. Maybe it's like you know, like gremlins. Maybe you just get them wet and they pop out of the back. I don't know. That's a disturbing image. Yeah. Just little people flying all over the place. <laughs> yeah, just like tiny little acrobats popping out of the back, like wee. Just... <laughs> I mean, why did Willow bother with the magic? This is stuff of nightmares. What are you doing to me? (laughs) Why bother with the magic? There's your stage show right there. Just, you know, tip your wife over, get a jug of water on her back, flaming hoop above her, they all shoot up through the fire. (laughs) Ta-da! Amazing. Oh, my God. Amazing. See, and that's where where you get your banner headline, midgets, midgets, midgets. (laughs) Yeah. It's a stage show. All midgets all the time. Oh, dear God. I was, I'm fairly sure we're supposed to be talking about how these two fight each other rather than firing midgets cannon-like from... I mean, at least I said they were coming out of their back. Let's be fair. Yeah, that's true. It, it could have they been worse. They could be coming out of their feet. <laughs> that's just as weird as anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, that's not where I was going. Um... No, I know. I was just trying to steer it back towards some sort of you know, less scary place. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, I think we are actually done. To be fair, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think Tyrion won that, didn't he? Um, I can't remember. It was so long ago, and so many disturbing images ago that I've kind of repressed the entire half hour we've been talking. Uh, well, I, I think I, I think it is a case of uh, look, Tyrion is larger. He's smarter. He's got more combat ability. Um, yeah. So even though he isn't a magic user, I think the time it takes for Willow to snap off a spell like he's really got to yeah. build up to that shit and not only that I mean he's not a particularly accomplished magic, magic user at this point either is he yeah he's essentially fucking Mickey Mouse like yeah it's gonna go wrong 
um, as it does repeatedly. You know, he, tr- he tries to turn the sorceress lady back into a lady and ends up turning her into like a crow and an ostrich and yeah, all sorts. Um, I mean, turning Tyrion yeah. into any of those things would also enable to win the fight quite easily, unless it's a tiger um, or an elephant yeah. or some other oh, such ostriches thing. Ostriches are quite big, aren't they? Hmm? Ostriches, ostriches are, are quite, quite big, big yeah, yeah. They'd probably... Although would it be like a little person ostrich? Uh, I don't know whether it would be a miniature. Or I mean, the sorceress retains one? the size of the thing. When he turns into a tiger, she's a normal-sized tiger. When he turns into an ostrich, she's a normal-sized ostrich. Uh, but then okay. she isn't. she is a average sized person to begin with yeah so yeah maybe you, he could turn Tyrion into i mean if he turned Tyrion into a little person sized mouse then that would be a teeny tiny thing and he could just stomp on it that's like the biological level mm. no it's that's, that's not uh, that's not an animal anymore. that's like the collection of cells yeah maybe actually he would turn Tyrion invisible at that point uh, mm. now that makes the fight more interesting uh, well, not really, because he, he would never be able to turn Tyrion back, would he? So Tyrion. Yeah, but it's a bit. It'd be a bit like in Sword of the Stone, where um, he turns into a germ, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah. So I guess Tyrion could turn into a tiny little mouse and like crawl up into Willow's nasal passage and bite his brain to death. I guess. Yeah, just bite off the brainstem, let him uh, let him slowly see, um, hemorrhage to death. See again, you went straight there like nice easy kill. I had visions of him just being up on top of his brain matter, just continually like munch, 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 <laughs> munch, munch. I think I'm just more efficient today. I th- yeah, I think you definitely Fuck are. Because in my head, it's just like the headbutting thing. He's just like nosh, 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 nosh. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. So in in this boat of uh, little personal little person violence, um, Tyrion. I'm sorry wins. for this episode, listeners. I'm really sorry. To be fair, it's not the most offensive one we've done. Uh, not by a long shot. <laughs> Who am I? Uh, kidding? But yeah, I'm not if, really if, sorry. Now, if if you are offended, um, that's not our intention. But we're like four years into the five years into the you show. Know you us by know us now. by now. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you wanna. Um, get in touch um, as long as it's not to abuse us um, then feel free no no um, please if you want to abuse us you can do so just please be funny um, yeah <laughs> don't moan actually yeah the be- best ones we'll read out on air yeah um, but yeah so you can find us on Facebook with the Double M Podcast Network you can find us on Twitter at ddpodcastnet you can go to our website ddpodcast.net where uh, you've got our previous episodes including some that are far more offensive than this one um, also some other shows including uh, as we've alluded to several times Game of Moans which uh, uh, which launches every Monday where we talk uh, week by week about Game of Thrones um, but yeah until next time see you later